0: Every time when we approach the end game, we should make sure that the interventions are tailored to the community's needs and avoid the blank guidance toward the end game. That's very important. So we need to get prepared for the modified strategies customized to that particular community so that we achieve elimination,
1: but also not achieving sustaining the, the, the achievement as well. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Last Mile Podcast. iCords Community of Practice is a platform for communication, collaboration, and knowledge exchange within the social and behavioral science research disciplines to address implementation gaps and current issues facing neglected tropical disease programs. Given this, it is extremely important for iCords to work together with other partners to understand challenges that are faced within communities so we, as researchers, can be more responsive to needs. Today, we'll be speaking to the Chair of Kukundi Leadership Council, a community of practice for NTD program managers in Africa to learn more about some of the dynamic needs in the field. Dr. George Kabona is a Ministry of Health NTD program manager in Tanzania and a senior eye health specialist. Dr. Kabona has put forth a lot of effort to raise awareness of the requirement for dependable government support of NTD programs. He serves as the main contact and a liaison between the government and partners regarding NTDs in the nation. He has remarkable experience working as a technical advisor for the National Trachoma Elimination Program. He provides technical, policy, program, and strategic leadership for all PCT and non-PCT NTD specific programs. He presently serves as the chair of Kukundi Leadership Council, a community of practice for NTD program managers in Africa. The following conversation will be facilitated by Dr. Alison Krentel, who is an assistant professor in the School of Epidemiology and Public Health at the University of Ottawa and a scientist at the Brière Research Institute enjoy
2: Good morning and good afternoon to our listeners today. I'm excited to be able to have a conversation with Dr. George Cabona, who is the chair of the Kukundi Community of Practice. It's one of the roles that he holds. And so I'm looking forward to talking with him today and hearing about how Icord's Community of Practice and Kukundi Community of Practice can coordinate and collaborate together. So delighted to be here with you today, Dr. Cabona. And thanks for joining us on the iCords podcast.
0: Thank you very much, Arison. I'm happy to, to be invited. And thank you for the, your consideration and giving me time to talk to you this time. Thank you.
2: So, one of the things that we do in the iCords podcast is to start with. A kind of general question to understand how you got into the field of neglected tropical diseases. And so if you could just tell us a little bit yeah. about your career journey and how you came to work in NTDs.
0: Thank you very much. I am the medical doctor by profession. So once I completed my undergrad, I just worked for uh, like 18 months and joined the master's course for ophthalmology. So I'm an eye care specialist. So I was working in one of the regions in Tanzania, Southern parts. And you know, NTD also includes the trachoma and there was also the eye care personnel. So through that, I was being appointed to the regional NTD program. Uh, in that time, that was 2010, uh, 2010. And at that time, remember, it was just the NTD program kicking off globally. So I joined the NTD program. Well, I did it at, at, at very early stages, and the reason, the main reason, be I'm um, the eye specialist. And since then, I worked as a, a, a regional entity coordinator, but at the national level, supporting the program as a performer expert. Mm-hmm. So I worked as a, as, a, as a technical advisor for almost eight years before I was appointed to be the program manager three years ago. So that's, in short, that's how I got into the D community.
2: So you've really had a lot of experience from really the the ground up, haven't you? <laughs> and have a good yes, yes, sense yes, yes. of what's happening at, at the level of the community and now all the way up to, to your role as program manager. So that gives you a unique perspective on, on NTDs and in, in their elimination and control. That's great. So one of the the roles that you hold as well in addition to to program manager is your chair of the Kikundi community of practice so i'd love for you just to introduce our listeners to kikundi tell us a little bit about it and 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 why it's important to connect program managers across africa who are working in ntds
0: thank you very much the kikundi origin the, the- the, the gap we identified as program managers that we didn't have a platform where we can, we can group or we can make our voice heard as a single voice. And that it was being dissolved through partners and remaining partners and so forth, even the non-us So that was the main gap from, from, from the NTD program managers aspect. So the idea of Capundi started in 2019, where we were uh, attending the American Society of Tropical Medicine in America, where we met a number of program managers, tried to brainstorm on how to make our ourselves have a single voice, and that's how we came with the idea of starting the community of practice. And we had a couple of names, and the Kikuns emerged as as a, the best name. He a Kiswahili word which means a group and, yeah, okay. and, uh, you know, our symbol is means also a group in terms of, of Ghana perspective. They have that symbol meaning the same. So Kikwone is basically a group. Now, this is, it is, is basically a group of people where we share our concern and the passions for, for, for what we do. We learn on how to do our work better and also interact regularly, which we actually missed. So, Kikundi is basically a community of practice developed to support the NTD problem managers in Africa. It provides a collaborative platform for participants to share, learn, and work together on solving common NTD's implementation as well as management challenges. The community, this community of practice, is intended actually to foster the professional development, pride, and integrity, community-based decision-making, and also access to technical expertise uh, as collectively and also networking in general with the other partners and technical expertise. So what do we do now with the Kikund? We, the main objective of Kikund is actually to develop a very strong digitally supported community of African NDD managers, where we, we provide a platform through which participants who we, program managers in this case, can learn from one another in person or online and uh, collaborate in the pursuit of reaching national and uh, global NTD's benchmarks. It also provides access to update NTD materials, professional development resources. We also have group solving for uh, discussions, direct messaging, messaging but also uh, through all other NTD sources from various aspects, including those from the WHO. That's what I can say Kikund is all about.
2: So is it open to any program manager in Africa? Anyone can join?
0: Yes, yes. All program managers in Africa can join. But not only program managers. We know we have different structures in different Mm. countries. In some countries, we still have strong debate, disease-specific focal points. So in some cases, we also allow those program managers, sometimes disease specific, who actually be involved in decision-making NTDs and decision-making related to NTD programs in their respective countries, we also invite them. So we have some of the NTD focal points, but also some directors who are also Oh, overseeing the entities in some countries, depending on the structure on how the NTD program is.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. In some countries, it's not been consolidated under one NTD program, so that's that's really important. One of the things that I you're familiar with, iCords. So iCords actually, I think at the very same meeting when Kukundi was thinking about. You know what a community of practice for program managers would look like. We were actually meeting a group of social and behavioral scientists at the same. I think it was the Core NTD meeting, the last in-person Core NTD meeting in Maryland. And we were also trying to think what would a community of practice look like for social and behavioral science researchers who are who are doing work in NTDs, and and what would it look like for us. Both iCords and Kukundi were kind of originated around the same period. Of time. So one of the things that, and one of the reasons that we wanted to have a conversation with you today is to really understand better some of the challenges that you're hearing from program managers, some of the challenges that you're facing that might be responsive to the kind of work that ICORDS is doing. And so I wonder if you could just share with us some of the programmatic challenges or, that you're facing that we could bring to, to the community. To the iCords community for, for more focused attention.
0: Thank you very much. And thank you very much, Alison. Actually, the NTD program managers, we are facing a lot of technical, but also professional, but in terms of program delivery. But the main challenges which we are facing, which are actually have been constant over time, includes the resource scarcity. We always run short of resources during mm-hmm. when we want to implement our NTD programs. So we always run short of that. And therefore our interventions doesn't get to the, to the maximum. And therefore mm. we can't achieve what we, we think it would be the best results we would like to see it happening. Uh, the, another major challenge is how to implement the WASH activities. Mm. We have been very busy very strong, any mass drug administration, but also case management in some parts, but we hardly address the WASH interventions to, the, to, to its best, to the impressive, to where we think it is contributing to, to the elimination of neglected tropical diseases. And this can be due to resources, but also prioritization of the, of the intervention. So WASH activities has been very disappointing in terms of the extent of implementation in our programs. Another challenging problem is the coordination of partners. Mm-hmm. We have a number of partners who are working in the country and they are actually working in various aspects of ITD interventions. Some of the MDA, some of them just doing the assessment, some in the WASH. But the way we are coordinating, sometimes we have the duplication of activities. Uh, and 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 so forth. So sometimes even the goals for those partners are not in line with what we mm. we as a country prioritizing. So that has mm. been challenging, and, and mm. we think it also contributes to this slight progress of the NTD. Mm. Another important challenge is the supply chain issues. We know entities without supply a strong supply chain won't make it. We need drugs. Mm. We need materials. We need everything in place for us to deliver effective services to the communities. And we have seen the supply chain in most cases has been like vertical, not in line with the country's uh, supply chain system that makes things very difficult on how to quantify, on how to deal with the reverse logistics, or even sometimes requesting fill in the forms of jam like for or TEMF for drug application. That's a, a challenge. We need to, to really look at it and make sure that it doesn't contribute to the, these towards elimination. Limited staffing for NTD programs. Mm-hmm. As I have pointed, you have very few staffs in some countries. Only one program manager, I remember I've been the chairman in Botswana. is the only program manager. With the staff within the NTD programs. Now you can imagine wow. dealing with the CD4 NTD diseases, and you are only the person who is supposed to work on all of her. That's very challenging and that is a major issue in most of the countries.
2: Hmm.
0: Implementation of MNE activities is also challenging. We need the resources, we need the expertise, and we need the guidance. What do we do with surveillance? What do we do with the impact assessment? Mm-hmm. What do we do with the areas which are very challenging where the standard guidelines or the standard M&E doesn't give us to th- th- what we see is probably the exact we should be seeing. And that is our programmatic challenges, but we have the personal challenges the program managers, profession, technical challenges. We have some managers who are have very inadequate knowledge in terms of how to execute the entity, the interventions, things like how do we conduct the mass target administration effectively, and how do we do the impact assessment, the surveillance assessment. So we have managers who have that gap, but also professional development. We need to develop ourselves. When we are appointed as program managers, we need to have developed, but there is no clear strategy on how to develop these African program managers, and therefore it also contributes on these poor. Uh, execution or you know, implementation of the entity programs in our countries. So those are some main challenges which I would like to mm-hmm. share with the U.S.
2: Thank you. I, I- if I may, I have a couple of questions, just kind of follow-up questions on that, and it's a it's a really important list and that you've highlighted. I wondered, first of all, just your last comment made me think about one of the opportunities that I believe is available within Kukundi, which is the peer-to-peer learning, and I'm wondering for those newer program managers who've come in, they've had some opportunities within Kukundi to learn from more experienced individuals like yourself or people who've been in in their fields for longer. And I wonder if you could describe a little bit what Kakundi does to help you foster that peer-to-peer learning. In my experience, it's so powerful and valuable in terms of really sharing the realistic learnings and lessons that, that you have. So could you speak a little bit more about what Kakundi does on the peer-to-peer learning front?
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you, Alison. Yes, as I said, these challenges have been there over time. Mm-hmm. And Kikundi is just one of the solutions to try and address that. So the Kikundi pro- platform provides a, a resource section where okay. the program managers can upload documents and share with the communities. So those new program managers, whoever is need of a certain resource, he can access through Kikundi. We can either upload, but sometimes share the links with the other the other resources. So we have that opportunity, and the other. Such is that the fund has a forum where, where program managers conduct their discussion. So you can share your agenda which you think you would like to learn. And we just get in and take a deep dive, discuss, and come up with suggested solution. And sometimes when we don't get to the final conclusion, then we can always refer to the technical expertise on whom also the fund platform has provided that technical support from various expertise in different universities and organizations, which is free actually. Hmm. And also we have the platform for direct mes- messaging. When you have a, a challenge and you quickly need to address it, it is probably you are in the field doing something and we face the challenges you want to address it. You can quickly just text within the platform and whoever is online can start reacting to our messages. That is an also another quick way of learning. And another is col- col- collective, uh, collaborative learning. We have, fund has annual site visits. We have done one so far in Rwanda program where we visited the program. So we learned a lot by seeing, by participating, but also towards the end of the visit, we had a classroom session where we are we, we were taught on how to write the research protocol. So during the design of this visiting, we usually identify the gaps, which we think is superior to at that time. And then we look all over the all the African countries and see which countries perform best in trying to address that particular challenge, which is trending in that particular year. So mm. that is also another platform where these gaps, knowledge gaps can be, can be addressed. Oh, do yeah
2: ask? and that we cannot we certainly cannot replace the value of the face-to-face encounter can we I think we've we've recognized that over the last couple of years and I know for myself being able to to meet people directly is so much richer than the than our online interactions so I was struck by in some of the challenges that you highlighted um that a lot of them related to health systems-related challenges like supply chain management, resource limited staffing, and and so one of the the areas that perhaps ICORDs could be thinking about in terms of research generation and knowledge translation is around NTD programs integrated within the health system and thinking about those different points, thinking about those building blocks of the health system and where uh, where more support, where more information is needed in order for us to help programs run more smoothly. I don't know if that resonates with you at all, but just listening to you, it sounded like a few of those ideas really intersected with health systems-related questions.
0: Yes, yes, also Sure, you are right. You are right. Some of them, they just related to health systems, things then. And, and yes, we are doing some efforts in the strength of the system, but we know the limited resources are always a challenge, we are, Hmm. we are small.
2: One of the things I heard about when we had one of the last in-person AFRO meetings that WHO hosted in Addis Ababa, one of the the issues that emerged very strongly from a group of program managers was the need for professional development around advocacy and that each of you in your own roles within your government is responsible also for advocating on the importance of NTDs within your country and raising that as a really important issue to help with domestic financing to help with some of these other systems related challenges that that need for advocacy and the, the materials and, and the ways to do that, that really came out of that meeting very strongly for, for me. And I wonder if if that's something that when you spoke about professional development, if that's one of the ideas that's come out in, in the discussions that you all have had.
0: Yes, yes, but we have it taken, is it an agenda in uh, our uh, formal platforms? But just listen to, we, we know we are, we are going to join the course and on the University mm. of Washington, on the policy development and, and advocacy. I can see oh, great. Most of, so most <laughs> of the managers actually just started today on third oh, <laughs> and, and most of managers who have joined that course. So we, mm. we have really seen the gap and I believe in 10 weeks. We'll be in a good position to hold the very strong with knowledgeable uh, discussion on how to go about with the advocacy and, and, and the policy development. So we are, we are torn that, and we also know it's, it's one of the, one of the components, which we really, as a country, we need to take charge of it. We need to be on driving seat advocating for it. And also partners just come in supporting what we are doing rather than leaving aside for the partner. So. We are going to have that capacity in a few weeks' time. Mm -hmm. And I know on the course of learning, we'll have a number of discussion around that. So I believe in 10 weeks, we'll be in a very good position. And it could be one of the agenda in one of the Kikundi conversations, quarterly conversations, meetings. And that will come out with a, I believe, with a very strong wave for us.
2: Oh, that's exciting. Okay, that's great to hear. One one more I just want to pick up on as well that you said, which which really resonated with me, was when the monitoring and evaluation is done, you know, how to use and interpret that data in order to make changes to the program. When you identify an area that may have poor coverage or you see a sing signal that it maybe needs more more effort from the part of the program, this seems to me a really interesting place where iCords could perhaps add value is, you know, how to how to interpret that ME data and translate it in such a way that a program could take action on it. And and I want to make sure that I that I'm representing that correctly. In line with with your comment about m- the m data, is am I yes, am I exactly. hearing you correctly? Okay.
0: <laughs> yes, Alison, you are you, you are very right, and and that's what I was I was trying to say. We have a lump of data, and maybe some of them we don't uh, get them appropriately. But whatever we have, and the, the fewer past assessment we have done, various problems, we can see, we see some datas. And we wish we could address that gap. And we see whatever we are doing, the strategies we are using now, are not enough to address those M&E findings. And I can see the iPods is very strong on that, and we advocate for that. We believe there's something to do with communication, behavioral change, and some other issues related to the human behaviors, rather than the programmatic. Yes, we have problems which we can easily address, but we believe because we are now at the end game challenges in some of the diseases, and those are the areas which we we can easily pick up the problematic communities. We need to have mm-hmm. to strengthen other interventions like the BCC component of the topic.
2: Yes, and, and you raise a really important point, and it's something that I've certainly experienced, I think, in some of the research that we've done as well, is that as we reach the end in some of these areas, it really is the more challenging areas that are remaining, whether it's whatever it is, geographically challenging to reach areas where there's been conflict or insecurity, climactic events that have made our access more challenging. And then just those community related issues that are there that have made people more resistant to, to our programs. So I think you're, I think you're right that these are the areas where the challenges are remaining and we almost need new approaches and new thinking on how to, how to effectively reach them. So I think that's a good point. And, and it leads me also into thinking about your earlier comment about WASH as well. And as the programs also reach the end, the WASH components become really important to sustain a lot of the gains that have been made. And so Wash, a lot of Wash is around also behavior change and changing the way that, you know, people think about hygiene, et cetera. So I think that's maybe another area for the iCorts community to think a little bit more about wash and how it can be how it can be better s- supporting our programs. Yes. So, just before we move on to our final segment, I was just wondering, you know, on on iCords, we have several different ways that we are getting information out to our community. So we have a knowledge cafe, we do podcasts, we have short documents or briefs that are available on the website. And I just wondered from your perspective as a program manager, I know you're very, very busy (laughs) and you have a lot on your plate. So what is the best kind of way for you to digest the kind of information that a social and behavioral research scientist might produce? We'd love some guidance from you on the best way to, to provide for you some information related to the research that we're doing.
0: Yeah, thank you, Alison. As you you just highlighted, the, the NTD program managers are very busy, and this is because the programs have very limited number of staffs, and yet you are dealing with a number of diseases under one roof. So, the most preferred, with my little experience working with <laughs> NTD with the Kikundi, is re- video, short video recording, and audio, the podcast. This is because it allows the program manager to 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 to, to listen to it or watch at it at any time, even during the leisure time. Rather than having a long document, which you may need just to, uh, to to put it in a computer or need to do a lot of concentration and take some time or to plan to read for it. And mm. that would just go for few managers. But short videos, podcasts, I think those are top valuable methods for program managers to receive the information. That's what we are seeing when we are working with the Kikund. Yeah. yeah, they like those short messages, but listening and also looking at the videos. But we shouldn't forget about the leaflet as well. And, 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 and the short briefs, they are mm-hmm. also important because you can always read with a shorter time and you have the message.
2: That's really helpful, and it encourages me that some of the products we've been doing are hopefully accessible <laughs> in your very busy schedules, and I, and I know that there's a lot of demands on, on time, so I really appreciate that advice. So the next section that we would like to have is called our lightning round questions. And these are just meant to be fun. They're questions that you shouldn't have to think too much about. And feel free to keep your answers brief and top of mind when you hear them. So are you ready? Do you have any questions?
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm ready.
2: Okay, here we go. So what would be your advice to the next generation of NTD program staff, researchers, and advocates?
0: Thank you, Alison. Actually, my advice, you know, the NTD program is approaching the elimination and in terms of it, a transmission, of interruption, of transmi- transmission, interruption, but also public health program. So the end game challenges are many. And they're around program delivery, but also how to continue with the surveillance. So for the new generation, I'll advocate for them to now consider to think, how do we deal with the recrudescence of diseases, Mm. these entities, places where we pass the elimination but in a few years, we see the diseases coming back. We have areas where we cannot... We have not achieved elimination despite all the standard interventions that we have the persistent infection. So these communities should think, what should we do? What should we modify in terms of interventions? But also, because we have eliminated some of the diseases, what is the strong surveillance system? They should think about establishing a very strong surveillance system which will inform the program that the disease is not going to come back after some times, but they should also think of how to address all the intervention gaps, which we are now seeing, but yet to develop the solutions to it. Thank you.
2: Thank you. That's great. So it's really about getting ahead of the curve, actually, for this next generation and anticipating some of the challenges that, that we may see coming down the line. So the second question is, what is the biggest lesson you've learned in your work?
0: Yeah, the biggest lesson I have learned in my work throughout many years of the way to be the chairman of Tikundi is that collaboration, partnership, and networking is an ideal of way of addressing of many of the challenges we are facing, either individual or as a program or as a country or even a group. Of, because that is the only way you can share everything you have, and I believe... We are not having the same talent, the same technical expertise, the same resource ability. So, being collaborative, partnership, and networking that will accelerate whatever we are trying to achieve in terms of NTD elimination in the world.
2: That's fabulous. And I think what's exciting about both Kikundi and iCords is they've created new forms for collaboration, which have been really, I've certainly found really exciting. So the last question in the lightning round is, what is your favorite part of being involved with Kikundi?
0: Yes, my favorite part of being involved with Kikundi is that, you know, Kikundi is a new idea, it's a new community of practice, and so being involved in different forums to discuss about the Kipund progress and how to strengthen it, how to address the challenges which are immediately happening or being anticipated and also discussing its future plans and also attending the assignments related to Kipund success stories. That is my favorite part. I mm-hmm. see it being handled and also giving given a very important task on, take, on taking the community of practice for after and program managers ahead. Mm-hmm. And I see it is a challenge for me to to make sure that I create a history, one well, bequeathed by make sure that it strengthens, gets stronger and stronger as we move forward.
2: So in our last part, as the title of our podcast is The Last Mile, because we're all working in support of the WHO NTD 2030 roadmap goals. And you've alluded a lot to some of the challenges that we can anticipate as we work towards those 2030 goals. And so as we approach the last mile, what is one thing as a community that we should be doing differently to enable us to reach our goals?
0: Yes. Every time when we approach the end game, we should make sure that the interventions are tailored to the community's needs and avoid the blank guidance toward the end game. That's very important. So we need to get prepared for the modified strategies customized to that particular community so that we achieve elimination, but also not achieving, sustaining the the, the achievement as well.
2: Mm, great point. Yeah, that's a wonderful way to end our conversation today. I think this, these are the challenges that we're facing and one of the ways that we can really work to ensure that we see success towards the end. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we close today?
0: No, Alison, I just appreciate you giving me this opportunity to talk to you and talk to iPods. Thank you very much. I wish we would have a, a strong collaboration from now.
2: Wonderful. Well, thank you for your time. And I know it's evening now where you are. So thank you so much for
0: your time. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you you staying after hours to to have this conversation. And I think it will be really important for our listeners, both the ICORDS listeners and Kikundi listeners and others, as we think about how to craft research to really be responsive to the needs that you're facing and to make sure that we tailor what we're doing so that it can help you in the activities that you're doing and in the people that you're reaching in your community. So thanks so much for your time and for sharing your thoughts today.
1: Thank you very much, Alison. Thank you very much, Rachel. Thank you for listening to The Last Mile podcast. If you want to learn more, check out the various resources in our description section. If you would like to learn more about ICORD's Community of Practice, please check out our website at www.icords.org and give us a follow on Twitter at icords underscore COP. See you on the next episode.